Welcome to White Men Can't Pod. I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm here with a man named Bill Cashin. Who cares? This podcast is a rat with wings. Oh, hi. Oh, hey, we just started. Did you get the dog his medicine yet? No. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> We're also here with another man who has a catchphrase he uses every week. It's Wally Foley. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's podcast time. Did you feed the dog the medicine? I did not okay. feed the dog. I also did not <laughs> okay. feed any dog medicine. Okay. We are doing Field of Dreams tonight. Iowa farmer Ray Kinsella is inspired by a voice he can't ignore. To pursue a dream, he can hardly believe. Supported by his wife, though, Ray begins a quest of turning his ordinary cornfield into a place where dreams do come true how did you first see field of dreams Let's start with you wally i'm 90 percent sure that the first time i saw this was through netflix through mm-hmm. the mail oh, oh interesting netflix through the mail pretty sure it was the first time so I like 2020 no oh, that's, that's, probably that's like 2013 14 interesting yeah <clears throat> yeah uh, Bill, I honestly don't know. Like most weeks, but this was one I've definitely seen a lot. I've seen it a couple of times, probably on my guess is VHS. Okay, at home, and then I've definitely watched it in parts on TV many times. Okay, I'm like both of you. I've seen parts of it on TV, but I never actually sat down and watched the entire thing until I got it. From Netflix to the mail. Interesting. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Rachel's like, hey, you've never seen the whole thing all the way through? And I was like, I don't know if I have. And I'm, I certainly did not. I'm pretty sure that certainly we had, had the VHS at home. Certainly had not. But man, is this a good movie. It is. There, it wasn't. Something about it Kevin Costner. It didn't hit as hard as I thought it was going Kevin to, Costner in baseball movies just really gets me. Yeah. Gets me. true. All right. Bill, you are taking us through yeah. Field of Dreams. You are going to bring us through the eBay war at some point when you find it applicable. Uh huh. There's not I've a got segment. A place in mind. Is a segment to be named later completely d- done though? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. A rest in peace to a segment to be named later? Oh no. Is it over? That was it never, like, that was it, our driver. It never got named. <laughs> it never got named. That's why I just <laughs> somebody told out. Me, somebody told me the funniest bit you ever did on the podcast was never naming a segment <laughs> to be named later for over four hundred episodes. You never came up with a name. It was always to be named later. Uh, and now it's dead. All right. Uh, anyway, take us through this movie. Okay. Well, first. I have the box office game for you. I don't know if you've looked this up, Ryan. Oh, I have it. Yeah. So I have it here. You have it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I have it. So Wally has to guess by himself. <laughs> Wally? Okay. <laughs> I forgot. Um, I looked it up just now. Can I get the... the I'm do, not going to cheat. Do you have the budget, Ryan? Yeah, the budget. That's what I was I also about. have that. I do not have the budget. Okay. I just have the box office. We'll start there. Okay. We got to guess the budget. I can guess yeah. the budget because I don't know. What All right. Ryan will guess the budget and then you guess the... All right, the yeah, box office. Go ahead, guess the budget. Okay, it's just a baseball field. There's really nothing to it, but Kevin Costner probably cost a lot. They had to James, build the baseball field. James Earl Jones probably cost a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's young, so he's probably not too expensive. Give me. This is after. Give uh, me twenty. Goodfellas. Though, twenty million. No, a little it's high. Be, it's before Goodfellas. It's before a little Goodfellas. bit high on twenty million. Goodfellas came out in ninety four. This is eighty nine. Oh wow. Okay. So this is like early, early Ray Liotta. Um, like, I said twenty. So that's yep, high. You're, you're a little high. So fifteen. Fifteen million. Okay. okay. And uh, ten of that went to those two actors. Yeah. Probably. Damn. Um, I'm just guessing. So box office, we're gonna say we'll say forty five mil. It's higher than that. Really? It's okay. made some solid money. Yeah, apparently. $84.4 million box office. Wow. Made some good money. Yeah. 
Made some hmm. good money. I'm surprised. Twenty million internationally, which is kind of weird. Surprising that twenty million international. That, that much internationally. Yeah, baseball. Sixty-four movie. domestic, twenty international. Hmm. Only five hundred thousand in its opening weekend. I mean, I guess in like South America, and Central America, baseball in thing, theaters but... for a long fucking time. I'm guessing it had to it have, might been. have been. Yeah, I could see this hanging around for a while. Uh, so we start with Kevin Costner talking about his dad. He grew up uh, loving baseball until the Black Sox broke his heart when they cheated and it ruined the beautiful game. Uh, his father then moved to New York and adopted the Yankees. So he says that that and his and then his mother passed away. Mm-hmm. So he said, "My dad liked the Yankees, so of course I rooted for the Dodgers." That's how I became a Cowboys fan. Yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad was a Giants fan, so I became a Cowboys fan. Wow. Okay. I mostly followed my dad's teams, Bruins. Giants, I think he, yeah. Yeah, I guess I followed my dad's teams. Red Sox was was his team because of his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so he said they left. They knocked down Ebbets Field, so me and my dad had to find something else to argue about, and we did. <laughs> so when it, <laughs> when it came did. time, I went to college as far away as I could get, and I went to Berkeley. And then he says, like, essentially I went to California and got really into the 60s. <laughs> Hmm. But he met his wife. They fell in love, so she convinced him to move to Iowa, her hometown. Which so they talk about this, and it's a real life place because it's uh, where they have like a field and stuff now. Dyersville, Iowa, which brings okay. us to the next game. The population of Dyersville, oh, Iowa, yes. population game. Population oh, game makes a right. return. All, all, right. Right. all right, Dyersville, Iowa. Dyersville. 2020 yeah. census. I've got numbers. And I'll give you a hint. It's up since 2000. Okay. Because of the Field of Dreams game. Yeah. Uh, you want to go first? I'll go with 11,000 people. Okay. I think that's way too high. I think it's only like 3,000. Wow, you win the population game. Wow. As of 2020, Dyersville, Iowa... 4,477 people. Ooh. It's a northwest corner, a little tiny place in Iowa. Mm-hmm. But it's got this movie. It's got this movie. And North it's east heaven. or west? Or is it Iowa? Northeast corner? Yeah. Okay. It's heaven or is it <clears throat> Iowa? Uh, Trick question. Same thing. Um, where were we? Oh, yes. We're at the very beginning of the movie. <laughs> Still at the beginning of the movie. Uh, so Annie, his wife, convinces him to buy their own farm. Uh, so he and his wife and their young daughter, uh, Karen, now have a farm in Iowa, and he's got to figure out how to farm because he never was a farmer. Um, so essentially the setup to this is he's sad that he didn't have a very good relationship with his dad, and now he's a farmer in Iowa. Mm-hmm. So we very quickly go into the cornfield where he's just walking around I don't know that he's even doing farm stuff. He just seems to be wandering through the cornfield. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure he's farmers don't farmer. just go and dig up one stock of corn at a time. He's a bad farmer. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, he's walking through the cornfield, and he hears a voice say, perhaps the quote of the movie, because it's the one that everyone knows, if you build it, he will come. Which, do you guys know who did this voice? No. No idea. Um, Ed Harris did the voice. Ed Harris? Ed Harris is the voice. Even though I think in the credits it says voice himself. <laughs> Ed Harris is credited with the being the voice. This the happened to okay. you. This would, this reaction is so not. No. It's believable. so low key to be like, what the He's like, oh, fuck is happening? So I guess I'm just hearing All stuff. Right. All right. That's pretty All cool. Right. Hey, uh, yeah. hey, wife. Uh, you hear hearing voices. You hear yeah. that? And he, the next day he goes into town and he's like, hey, uh, do farmers ever hear voices in the fields? And they're like, are you hearing voices? No, I'm not. Nope. No, nope, nope, totally not. Not me. So I just want to know what I'm doing wrong, that I'm not hearing them? And they're all like, uh, he's hearing, Ray's hearing voices. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but he continues to hear it. He's in his house in bed at night and he hears it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has like a vision of a baseball field in the middle of his cornfield. And he says to his wife, hey, this farm we just bought, I want to tear up the fields and make a baseball field. And she's like, you're an idiot. 
And he's like, but I really want to. And she says, okay. If you feel you got to do it, I support you. Which either makes her a superstar or a crazy person. Just a little of both, probably. Uh, so he builds a field. And it, it appears he does it in about two days, even though I think it's supposed to represent like a season. I don't know. Yeah. And it, all the other farmers are just gathering around and be like, look at this idiot plowing his corn before it's ready. Mm-hmm. Like He's going to go bankrupt. You could have just waited till. Yeah, till the end of it. Till the oh. end of its crop. You, then... you got to build it now. The ghost told me to. The so ghost tells it, him to build it. Puts up lights, which I didn't think was part of the thing. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. That's a little much. Why are you, and then why leaves do you need the to... mod every night to see what's happening. I guess that's why. To see if the ghost comes out. Uh, so he builds this thing, and then he watches every day, and nothing happens. For a while. Like, he could have let that corn mature. Yeah. Because it's isn't it snowing at one point, and he's yeah. looking out the window? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It goes all winter. Next spring, he's still feeling sad. And his brother in law, and I believe his mother and father in law as well, yes. come over to be like, hey, can you not make our wife, or I'm sorry, make our, our sister slash daughter and our niece yeah. slash grandkid poor? Poor. <laughs> can you please sell this? And, and his brother in law is like, I can get you a good deal on this, but you have to sell it. Your, this baseball field is dumb. It will not work. And while they're having the argument, uh, Karen comes in and says, Daddy, there's a stranger on your lawn. <laughs> and he just like leaves to go. and like, oh, Okay, I'll go talk to the guy. Uh, actually, this is after they've left. It's just the family's there. So he goes out, and Shoeless Joe Jackson is standing in the field. He recognizes him right away because apparently Shoeless Joe Jackson looks just like Ray Liotta. <laughs> um, also, Shoeless Joe Jackson was his father's favorite player. Yes, and that's who he, in his vision, he he knows if I build this ba- baseball field, it's going to bring Shoeless Joe here because mm-hmm. he, after the... he's in- And while he's building, he's talking to his daughter and she's like, he took the money from the oh, Black yes, Sox scandal. Yes. Right. He did take the money, but he... Hit three hundred and something. He hit the only home run in the World Series. He was easily the best player. Like I don't know how you could ever say he threw the World Series. Yeah. And so she basically, she he says like she was he was old and beaten up and, uh, like he just wants a place to play again basically. But that's going to bring up very quickly here our eBay war. Ooh. Okay. For Ray Liotta as Shield Show Jackson. Where is the button? There we go. I like how this movie has. Sl- a slight connection to Goodfellas. Just a slight. My favorite thing about Ray Liotta and Goodfellas has happened sort of in this movie at some point. Okay. Which I guess we'll. I guess I can talk yeah, about it now. Yeah, you have to tell me when we get there. It's uh in in Goodfellas when he like he makes fun of somebody and does that laugh. Oh yeah, that's my oh, favorite yeah. thing. That he, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he does that here when he makes fun of Ty Cobb and he's like, Ty Cobb wanted to play, oh, yeah. but he's a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the the rat laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I love that because Ty Cobb was right. Yeah. He was one of the best players to ever play baseball, but he also was a jerk to everyone yeah, right. and was wildly racist. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. So, so I, I like love that. How they even don't want to play with them. But in real but life, these they two were, were friends. friends. Yeah. There's even a story that after Shoeless Joe was out of baseball, uh, Ty Cobb like found him working in like a liquor store down south, and he like they didn't talk. So he's like, Jeez, uh, Joe, yeah, like <laughs> what? Do you not recognize me? And he's like, Well, yeah, of course I recognize you. I didn't think anyone wanted to recognize me. Yeah. So this is a card. This is a card. Okay, now I picked this mostly so that I could read this description to you because I love it. Okay. So I'll just give you the hint that there are some clues to this value in what I'm about to read you. Okay. Okay. But mostly this is hilarious to me. So this, this is a... It's a, a baseball card of Shoeless Joe, except it says Ray Liotta. Yeah, which is weird. Yes, it's a. It says it's got White Sox, and it says Ray Liotta outfield White Sox. <laughs> Ray Liotta playing the outfield, but this is a picture of him of Ray Liotta. Yeah, it is Ray Liotta okay. as just as Shoeless Joe. Okay, okay. But it doesn't say field of. I dreams. thought you meant like it was. It makes it look okay. like he's playing for the White Sox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Also, it's the the new White Sox logo, not yes. the old one. Yeah. Can I give you the? Uh, description here. Yes. Please. Free combined shipping. Buy one or 100 for the same price. Includes Canada too. <laughs> this is an ACO card. If you do not know what a custom card is, please buy from someone else. These cards are the same size as a normal card, but not as thick. 
If you want a thick card, then buy from someone else. <laughs> if you're going, you're spelled incorrectly. If you're going to display your card in a top loader, why does it matter how thick it is? It will look great. Cards are made on 140LB oh. cardstock. Oh my God. That's it? That's the whole That's description. Whole description. <laughs> it's a berating. It's not a description. Two times he says, you want buy, buy from someone, someone else. Buy from someone else. Okay, so this guy prints these himself. So this is probably worth about five bucks. Is that your official bet? Yeah. Okay. Ryan starts bidding at five dollars. Five bucks. And might have gone over. <laughs> well, let's see. He said buy one or 100 all the same price. Yeah, what so is no that? discount. Yeah. No discount if you buy 100, apparently. There's no discount. But, but he can sell you 100 of them. He can ship all 100 for the same price? Is that what he's trying to I say? I think he means, like, regardless of how many you order, this is the price. I think. I don't know. That's my guess. Okay. This is a guy printing it yeah. in his house on cardstock. I'll say $10. So you say 5 I say 5 You say 10 Yeah. We're both over. <laughs> <laughs> You're both over. 99 cents. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> oh, wow. What the fuck? He just burned you hard. That was, uh, that was not gentleman. That was not a gentleman. That was, a, that was a shoeless got, Joe Jackson. You got it perfectly last well, time, Ryan. You did get it perfectly last time. Joe Jackson. He did not get it perfectly he did twice. Not. Okay. Price, U.S. dollars, 345 <laughs> But for $100, or for, you can get 100 of them for $345. Same price. <laughs> Why? Why is that even in there? I don't know. I don't know why any of this is. There was a couple other items I was looking at, and then when I read this description, I laughed and said, yep, this is the one for me. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to be rich. You could also get... You sell these Ray Liotta cards that I print off my printer. You can get a John Kinsella, his father, baseball card. Oh, great. Or you could buy an old, He's a Yankee. Timey He's a Yankee, White right? Sox Kinsella was a Yankee in the movie, right? In the movie, yeah. yeah. I think so. Well, he was wearing a Yankee jersey. I don't think he actually ever played for the Yankees. So is that so? If I get the, uh, I don't know, Muddy Ducks jersey, you gonna get that? Get the Ray Liotta card. The if it goes on a top a loader, why does it matter how thick it is? <laughs> <laughs> Can we interview this guy? Uh, I pay three forty nine to interview this guy. Yeah. Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you so mad at thickness? And if if everyone's mad at you for thickness, why don't you just get the right card stock? Just get thicker paper. And instead of three forty-five, charge three fifty-five. No one will care. Okay. Oh Lord! So he meets Shoeless Joe, uh, and they start playing baseball together. He's he's and, uh, Costner's not good. No, he's like, all right, I'll hit you. And he like is terrible at hitting. And Shoeless Joe's just kind of staring him down. He's playing baseball with a ghost. Yeah, and yep. the guy's just staring at him like, what are you doing? And then he hits a couple pop flies to him. And he's like, hey, can you pitch? And Kevin Costner is like, oh, yeah, I could do it. <laughs> and he throws him a few that aren't great. But he's, and he, this is perhaps my favorite line of the whole movie. Oh, quote Mountain can early. You, <laughs> can you hit my. <laughs> no, before that, uh, he says, uh, don't we need a catcher? And Shula Shula <laughs> says, not if you get it near the plate, we don't. <laughs> yeah, that, uh-huh. that was a good one. That was a good one. So then he's throwing a couple. He goes, hey. Uh, see if he can hit my curveball. Yeah, that. And Sheila Show smokes it right back at him and like knocks him over. Which, yes. Yeah. It was Ray Liotta had not played baseball, but this was a, a legitimate line drive right up the. the oh, he actually. This hit. really yes. happened, and then yeah. Kevin Costner, because he's a good actor, just like went with it. Mm-hmm. Stayed in character. But that was really happened. Was he a good actor? He was over the top in this. I like him in this. I think he's fine. I like him in general. He's. Incredible He's over the top in other movies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so He's he comes fine. down. He meets the family. He's a hippie. Uh, and his daughter asks, are you a ghost? And he's like, well, do you think I'm a ghost? And it's very, this is the first time, like, how much do these players know as to what's going on? Yeah. Because he he doesn't say he's a ghost, but he doesn't say he's not. And then they invite him into the house, well, and he like he can't. He takes like one step like to the gravel, which I don't know where there's gravel anywhere near a baseball field, but right, we don't really see gravel. He goes again. a step off, and he goes, "Uh, I don't think I can." Yeah, <clears throat> and so he just ends up going back into the corn. He disappears as he walks on the corner. Like, well, that was cool. Um, I just met a ghost, and then he's walking away. He's like, "Hey, you know, there are eight of us. Like, can I bring some other people?" And he's like. 
And this is where I think you're talking about it with Zach. And he's like, yeah, I built this for you. And like, bring whoever you want. He's starstruck. Mm-hmm. By, he's also talking to a ghost. Um, So we now get all of a sudden more of them. They chose them, and there's eight of them now. They're all coming, and they're all practicing. It's the Yeah, the eight black socks. Yeah. And so... Is the one black sock also Babe Ruth in the Sandlot? Like the first oh, baseman guy? Oh, he might be. Is that the same guy? I think I think it is now the same guy. Now you say it, I think it There's is, like, yeah. What does he say? The pitcher in this uh, movie. My jersey no, still not, fits. Not the pitcher. Not the pitcher. It's the first no, baseman, I think. First baseman. Oh, He's okay. like, my jersey still fits. I quit smoking. Well, I haven't smoked a cigarette in... 18 years <laughs> since I've been dead. <laughs> been dead 18 years. They all know they're dead. Yes, yes they do. They, do they know don't know dead. why they're here. Right. They have no idea why they're playing baseball. They just want but to they're happy to be, yeah. So they're, uh, again, later that summer, his brother-in-law comes over and he's like, Ray, you have to sell this farm. You're not making any money. And his daughter walks in and is like, Dad, the game's starting. <laughs> so he walks away from this very important conversation to go watch Ghost play baseball. Yep, sure. Um, As you do. So Annie and her brother follow him out, and we learn his brother cannot see any of this. He was the first baseman. He can't. It was the same it was guy the first who baseman? played. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Art Lafleur. So we find out that while his family, the three of them, can all see and hear all of this, his brother can't see her or anything, and he thinks they're just staring at an empty baseball field. And then he's like worried that now this is wearing off on his wife, his sister and his niece. Mm-hmm. But he says, like, no, we're not selling I it. I feel like you think this guy's a baby face. Uh, I haven't decided. Okay, um, all right. He's played by a great actor. A guy that played uh, Danny Kincannon in The West Wing. Oh. Never seen it. Timothy Busfeld? Yes. Busfield? So he basically, he's like, listen, I don't know what's going on here, but if you don't sell, you are going to go bankrupt. <laughs> I am good at business. You need to listen to me. Yeah, he's good at business. Um, so now we're back in the cornfield, and he hears... The voice again, this time it's saying, ease his pain. It's like, what is he talking about? That's Ed Harris? Holy shit. And he like says to his wife, uh, he talked to me again. I heard mm-hmm. the voice. She's like, what's he saying? And so he says, ease his pain. And she's like, whose pain? What pain? And he's like, oh, he didn't tell me. <laughs> this is not very helpful. <laughs> uh, so we then go to a school board meeting where they're trying to ban books, which is crazy because this is 1989, and now 33 years later, they're banning books all over the country. I was yeah. like, this is so topical. Yep. But they want to ban Terrence Mann, who I Googled to make sure was, in fact, a fictional author. And he this was. Isn't. Apparently, it was based on... Uh, who's J.D. Salinger. Yeah, that you yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, the Catcher in the Rye is the worst fucking book. I remember not thinking that. It was terrible. I remember remember reading it, but I remember not enjoying it because I had to read it for school, so I don't know if it was good or not. I read it recently for the first time, and it was fucking terrible. It's upstairs at my parents' house. I could probably find it and read it. Hmm. Um, So they're arguing, and his wife goes on this big speech where she calls out the dumb lady who wants to ban books and basically wins over the crowd, and she's all pumped up like it's the 60s again, and he has like another vision, and he basically says... I need to go visit Terrence Mann, and that's what this is about. I have to go talk to Terrence Mann. So they kind of get into like an argument about it for a couple of days. I like how she like celebrates kicking the shit out of yeah. Beulah. Yeah. She's, she also threatens she's to crazy. actually take her outside and fight <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah. I'm she's not going crazy. I'm not gonna do anything crazy. I'm not gonna do anything. I will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. So he starts uh, researching Amy, Terrence Mann. Amy Madigan is her. Amy is Madigan is very good. Yeah. Still working in Hollywood. Um, he researches and finds out that Terrence Mann loved baseball. Used to write about it. Now he's just a shut-in somewhere in Boston. I need to go find him. And she's saying, like, you can't. We don't have any money. You can't drive to Boston. But then they discover they have the same dream about going to Fenway Park. So now he's got to go. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I think we can agree everyone dreams about going to Fenway Park. I don't know I, that's weird. It's, Is this why you're connected to this movie? It's the Fenway weird Park that they know what the author looks like, right? Like, yeah. Apparently no, they no, love him. But. No, they know who he is because he used to be an activist as well. So he was like okay. in the papers and okay. stuff. Okay, all right. Because th- when he, he talks about like, I'm tired now, I'm sick of fighting this shit, it's never going to stop. There's not many authors that I know what they look like. I don't know if J.K. Any. Rowling being, being one, oh, yeah. and then Neil Neil Gaiman being another. Call her. 
being another one. Yeah, but and that's only because he's got crazy ass hair. Also, who's he's, this? He's Neil out. Gaiman. He's out in the public. He's a sci-fi writer. He, he wrote uh, Sandman. Is that it? He did write that. Fantasy Sandman. more. For more fantasy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I know what George R. R. Martin looks like. Sure. Mm. He's out there talking. That's he is, right. He is out there. Instead of writing another goddamn book, George. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> George. Anybody else? God damn it, George. <laughs> but the the I think the reason is this guy was like part of like like the civil the rights 60s, movement yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why they know who he is. Okay. So he gonna, he's going to go visit Terrence, and he says, like, listen, he used to write about how he wanted to play at Ebbets Field, so that's his other connection to him. So he goes to Boston. He, like, ends up tra- tracking him down, knocks on his door, and gets the door slammed in his face. <laughs> Just says, like, get out of here. I don't do autographs. I don't do interviews. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. So he goes back and knocks on the door again and, like, shoves his way into the apartment, breaks into the apartment, basically. Uh, Terrence repeatedly says, like, get out of here. So they talk a little bit, and he says, like, yeah, you know, in the 60s, I used to love you, this and that. <laughs> and he's like, oh. So he sprays him with patchouli like, perfume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As though he were wrecked the model Martell. Yes, right. <laughs> the model Martell's, uh, what's his, what was his stuff called oh, again? Yeah. Arrogance. Arrogance, yeah. Arrogance. Sprays him, tells him to get out. He then comes back in. Well, you missed a cool mountain. Oh. What's cool? Oh, yeah. You're missing a cool mountain here. Peace, love, and dope. Peace, love, dope. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, basically. <laughs> uh, so he comes back in, puts his hand in his pocket as though he has a gun, and says, like, I'm kidnapping you. Great. Pull the gun <laughs> so out. Jones like, that's your hand. He's like, no, it's not. So he picks up a pipe, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to beat you to death with this pipe. <laughs> I like how he goes, you're not going to hit me. You're a pacifist. And James Earl Jones looks at the pipe and looks at him and goes, ah, shit. And throws the pipe down <laughs> yeah. like, you forgot. I forgot I don't I like forgot violence. I forgot I don't like violence. Uh, I really wanted to beat you up with this. <laughs> so he talks him into going to a, a baseball game at Fenway. I'll buy you a beer and a hot dog, whatever. So they I go mean, if they someone do. broke into your apartment right now and said, I'm, I've, I've got to kidnap you and take you to Fenway Park where I buy you a hot dog and a beer. 99% chance you're like, okay. Yeah. I'm in. I can't wait yeah. till we get to the hot dog and beer thing. But we will get there. So they get to the ballpark and they buy a hot dog and beer. We got there. <laughs> and Kevin Costner goes, I'll take, we'll have two. They say $7 for two hot dogs and two beers at, at a Fenway Park. It's 1989. A, that is ridiculous. You can't get one beer. For seven dollars, my guess out of is anywhere that nowadays that same order at Fenway right now would cost twenty seven dollars. I'm thinking thirty four dollars, thirty something, probably. five bucks a hot dog plus twelve bucks a beer, maybe. Yeah, easy twelve. It was twelve crazy. bucks a beer last time I was in Fenway, I think. Yeah. So that was five or six years ago now. So they're watching the game. He's keeping score like a real baseball nerd. Yep. Love it. Um, which I used to do. I don't know if I would still remember how to. I love seeing those old guys keeping score at like Valley Cats. Like, what are you doing? I don't think I ever. (laughs) You know, people do this, right? Little League. Yeah, no. But I don't know if I. I I used to know how to do basketball and baseball. I don't know if I could do either one. Basketball is a little easier, though. I feel. I mean, they're both roughly the same amount of easy. Baseball, it's all in order, so it's not. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't think I've ever tried it. So. so while they're watching it, he sees a vision on the board. It says, like, Moonlight Graham, uh, Archie Moonlight Graham, one game played, zero at-bats. Mm-hmm. And then in Fenway, he hears the voice again, and I believe now it says, go the distance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go the distance. So he's like, oh, uh, we got to go. And right away, Transman's like, you had a vision, didn't you? He's like, uh, I'll, I'll bring you home now. He goes to drop him off, and Terrence Man- and James Earl Jones keeps going like, "What did you see?" And he, "What did it tell you?" And he's like, "It told me to leave you alone, like let you get back to life or whatever." It told me to give you your privacy that you so want. Yep. So he was like, "I need you bringing me this game, so I can see the sign." But really, it doesn't have anything to do with you, Terrence Man. So mm-hmm. you can go home now. Yep. So he plays it off like nothing's happening. He goes to turn his car around, and all of a sudden, Terrence is now standing in front of his car. And basically admits that he also saw and heard this. Mm-hmm. So he's like in on whatever's going on. Still doesn't know what it is, but now he's like invested. 
So they start doing a little bit of research, find out that this was a real baseball player, which Moonlight Graham actually was a baseball player who yep. had one game played, zero at-bats. Yep. That part's true. Wow. In a, in a few scenes, we see people talking about him. These are people who actually knew the real Which is crazy. Doc Graham. He didn't, right at that moment, quit baseball. He played in the minors for a couple more years. Yeah, yeah. But he actually is a real player. So he they find out he's from Chisholm, Minnesota, where I thought about doing a second game, but I won't. I won't oh, do another, a another population, population game. game for Chisholm, Minnesota. Um, so they go to, yes, as you said, Wally, the people that they talked to in Chisholm actually drove from Minnesota to Iowa yeah. so they could be in the scene. Uh, they f- check the local office for the, or the office for the local paper and they go in and they start doing research, but they find out very quickly, oh yeah, he dead. He'd been dead since 72. Yep. So they're not sure what to do. So they just basically go to the hotel. Another sad fact, the, uh, the lady, the... In the library here, yeah, she died before the movie was released. Oh no! Yeah, so like within months of um, filming the scene, she passed away, which is pretty sad. There's a fun scene where she reads like th- something, like an obituary she had written or something, mm-hmm. and James Earl Jones is like, "You're a good writer." He's like, "So are you?" And mm-hmm. at this point, he hadn't admitted who he was, but she knew. Yeah. So they're not sure what to do, so they go back to the motel room just wondering what to what to happen or what to do next. Uh, and they're on TV. All of a sudden we see that James Earl Jones, Terrence Mann, is disappeared. Mm-hmm. He's missing. He's missing. His father tried to call him multiple times. His son, but yes. All right, yeah. So he's like, all right, I got to call my son. And Kevin Costner says, like, do you want me to leave? And he's like, okay. I'm going to go for a walk. And Terrence is like, I don't even know what to tell him. Now, Ryan, you have a theory about what happens right here. Yeah. So the first time I saw this movie, we're going to get to the end. Yes. Where he he gets invited to join the Cornfield Boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as I was watching this again, for you know the second or third time all the way through, I'm like, wait, was this guy dead the whole movie? Which I hadn't even given thought to. Was he to. a ghost the whole movie? Where does he become a ghost? Because he... I thought later. But I he, think it's right here. Because he talks to this lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then so I don't think he I talks would, to anybody else after he this. He never talks to anybody else, I don't think, again. But Kevin Costner doesn't know? Costner and his family are the only people that he talks to. Even the okay. brother, I don't think, talks to him. So we'll at go least back. cable that. But yeah. is he but dead right now? He might be dead for yeah. most of this movie. Some people think he's dead longer than this moment. And that's why he's disappeared from public life. And that's life. why he's been disappeared. And that's why he can't. He knows he's dead. He can't answer. And it's like his whole attitude sort of changes from like crump, grumpy asshole. And then he goes to Fenway and he's like totally invested in this whole thing now. Yeah. And he's not worried about any of his... As soon as he goes to Fenway, he's like a different person. But if you had a vision like that, I imagine that would change things. Mm-hmm. And also, it seems like he's well enough off and just wants to be left alone. So he probably doesn't have a ton going on that he has to worry about. Yeah. Right. Right. It's just it's just like something more is at play. It seems like it's at yes. play here. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, he's on the phone. Because his- he's clearly dead. By the end. Otherwise, he couldn't go I think that we watch him die later. But, um, so he goes, anyways, he's in the hotel. Ray goes for a walk. And all of a sudden, he realizes, like, somehow, like, things have transformed. And he's in, like, the set 1972 now. He checks in on a license plate. The mm-hmm. Godfather just opened on the movie theater. Oh, you know, yeah. Marquee. Yep. Um, he runs into a guy. And he finds out it's uh, Archie Graham, Dr. Archie Graham. Played by very famous actor Burt Lancaster. Apparently, he didn't want to do it. He had to get like talked into it. Really, yeah. he, like, this, one of his friends like read the script or something. Was like, you really got to do this, man. Yeah, and he's really fucking good. Yeah. but uh, Burt Lancaster from a million fucking movies. Name one. From here to eternity. Never eternity. Nope, never heard the of it. Sweet smell of success. Nope. I mean, he's done a million movies. <laughs> Rachel, my wife, probably knows every single movie. I'm sure of that. Well, she knows every movie. So. Right. So he finds out it is actually the guy he's been looking for, except now he's an old man and he's a doctor. Um, 
And we have already learned about how he was a great doctor. Everybody loved him. He loved to buy hats for his wife, Mm -hmm. yada, 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 from like when they were interviewing people before. So Graham basically, Dr. Graham says like, here, walk with me, like come, come with me. And they talk about baseball and he says like, you know, I had the one game and it just didn't happen. I didn't want to like waste more time, came home, became a doctor and basically I don't regret it at all. I'd rather save lives than Mm -hmm. hit baseballs. And I didn't want to just dig through the minor leagues for many more years, even though in real life that's what he did. So Ray says, well, and he says, do you have like a dream? Like what would you do? And he says, I would love to stand down from a major league pitcher and right before he goes to deliver, wink at him. Like Mm -hmm. I know something he doesn't know. And then I want to hit a triple and dive and hug third base basically. Stretch a double and do a triple. And he like, you can see him getting nostalgic. So Ray says, I can take you to a place where you do that. And he basically says, like, nah, I'm good. I got to get home I gotta, to my wife. Yeah. My wife's waiting for me. <laughs> She's going to think I got a girlfriend. Yep. So oh, he, I love that. Good jokes. So <laughs> got jokes. Ray, like, says goodnight, goes back, talks to uh, James Earl Jones and says, this is what happened. I don't know what to do now. I don't know why we're here. Mm-hmm. So they decide the next day is like, all right, tomorrow morning I'll bring you back to Boston and he says, no, 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 I'm coming to Iowa with you. I want to see this field. I want to see what the hell is happening. So they they go to drive back. Um, and on their way, there's a guy hitchhiking. And he says, like, I need all the karma I can get right now. So they pull over. And it's this young kid. And he's very excited. Uh, kind of an older, not old timey, but older clothes and stuff. And says, like, yeah, I'm in the minors. I'm just looking for a place that I can get on a team and play. Mm-hmm. And they start talking to him, and he they realize that this is he introduces himself as Archie Graham. So somehow he is the same guy they talked to them before, except he's younger. Mm-hmm. Now this is where I question again: Does he know? Does the person that he talked to the night before and this kid, they are the same person? Does it? Do, is there continuity so I, here? I feel like mm. the old guy probably knows that he's dead. I don't think this kid knows that he's dead because later though he does. He seems he, to know when he's a oh, baseball player. Yeah, like when he's about to go right, like save yeah, the girl. It's, yeah, it's odd. Yeah. It's odd. It's so, like, but right oh, now it seems I'm like he doesn't dead. know, and he's actually just looking for a place to play ball. Yeah. But so they pick him up, and they say, like, we got a place for you. Bring him back to the farm, and they basically drop him all, right into the game. I'm like, here you go. Go suit up. And they're talking, and at this point they get back, and there's a lot of baseball players now. And Shoeless Joe says, like, we got sick of just practicing, and there was a lot of guys. <laughs> so I hope you don't mind, but we like playing real games now. And then he makes the joke about Ty Cobb. Yep. Cobb yeah. wanted to play, but everybody thought he was an asshole, so we didn't let him. <laughs> Great. And then, but then this again, he clearly knows something because he looks at this strange kid that's mm-hmm. with him and goes, "Are you Graham? Let's go. Get ready." Yeah. So clearly, he's mm-hmm. waiting on this guy to show up. So they, they go, and sure enough, he comes up to the plate, and the first, the batter goes, he gets in the box, and he looks like a child, and he winks at the pitcher, and the pitcher throws one at his head. Love it. And he ducks, and he goes, like, and one of the players on his team goes, why are you throwing at the kid? <laughs> he winked at me. And the hey, old kid, guy goes, don't wink at him. Don't wink at him. <laughs> what are you doing? And then he throws at him a second time, so she was chill, like, calls him over, and he's like, all right, he's throwing high and inside. So what do you think he's going to do now? He's like, I went outside. Word in my ear. <laughs> and she was, she was like, look for the outside pitch. And watch out for But watch one. out for you. <laughs> yeah, but be careful. And so he gets a hit, and now he's like, he's he's playing. He well, gets part a of sack the, fly. Sack fly, yep. Yep. Sack fly, which he's very excited about. Yep. So now they got a real game going. The family's watching. Um, Terrence is watching with them. And his brother-in-law shows up. Walks straight across the field in the middle of the game. All the possibly ghosts are going like, who is this schmuck? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Did we talk about Terrence Mann? Where they're like, oh, we're going to go back to Boston. And Terrence Mann's like, no, I'm going to see yeah, that field. Like, I want to oh, go. Yeah, I'm yeah. going with you. I want to yeah, like, I wanna see go. through. I don't need to go back home. I'm already dead. <laughs> so he comes <laughs> over <laughs> and he starts arguing. He's like, you are bankrupt. You're ruining my sister's life. You're bad at business. <laughs> You're bad at business. And as they're arguing, his daughter has already said, like, no, this is good. People will pay to play this. 
The little kid always has. Or to see this. Yeah, she's uh, always like. The knowledge. This is going to be good. Like, this is a good thing. We're going to exploit everybody. Yeah. <laughs> 20 people, bucks to get in. Because then Terrence says, like, people will just show up and not know why they're here. But, this but they'll want to look around. And you'll say, it's only $20 to do so. Mm-hmm. And they'll hand it over without even thinking. But mm-hmm. this is where he's just talking to Ray, not the brother. Yeah. The brother keeps interjecting everyone. Like, like as if he doesn't know Terrence Mann's talking. Yeah. Or he's trying to talk over him. But, yeah. Um, so they're arguing about it and the little girl falls off the bench and he grabs her by the face and then shakes her, her which Kevin Costner obviously does not like. So he like starts and they throw her off the, the, the fucking bleachers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she appears to be dead. Yeah. She's not moving. She's just, she's not choking. Took a hell of a bump. So she's on the ground. Uh, the brother is like, Oh gosh. Shouldn't have done that. Goes to run off and get help. And good dad Ray goes, nah, don't don't get help. We don't need it. Uh, at this point, Moonlight Graham is on the field, kind of looks over. And this is where he clearly knows something, even though he's just this kid. Right. He like. His spirit now Something knows. hits him and he knows. So he goes running over. He gets to the edge where he knows there's no turning back. And as he steps off the field, he transforms back into, what's Old. his name? Old Archie. Burt Lancaster. Burt Lancaster, Moonlight Graham, oh, the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. He comes over and goes like, oh, and pats her on the back. He's like, she's choking. Pats her on the back, spits up a hot dog. She's fine. Just a hot dog. Um, Which she was not choking. She was dead. Yeah. She was not moving. Her, she was, her she, eyes were closed. She was a broken back. She wasn't trying yeah. to cough anything up. <laughs> uh, at this point, though, he's there, and he's a hero, but Ray realizes, like, oh, no. You can't go back, can you? And he says, like, I oh, don't worry about it. Like, I, thank you for giving me this opportunity. I'm going to go home to my wife now, basically. He just wanted that one at bat. Otherwise, she's going to think I got a girlfriend. He says it yep. again. Yes, yeah. he did. And he winks, too. Mm-hmm. So as he goes to walk through the field, now all the players have turned to him, and now they're all, and this is what I mean, what do they know? Because he was this kid, and now they're like, Hey, good job, Doc. Yeah. And they're all like giving him a lot of respect, and he's the. You were good. That's what uh, mm-hmm. Shoeless Joe says. You yeah, were good. Hey, rookie, you were good. Mm-hmm. But as he's the old man walking off, they all give him like huge respect for saving the girl, and they're like not weirded out that he like. So they they know something here. Um. So, at this oh, point, wait, wait, wait. Mark does at one point talk to Terrence Mann. Because he goes, and who's this? And Ray says, that's Terrence Mann. He goes, hi, how are you doing? I'm the Easter Bunny. So he's he, yeah. he's still alive. Maybe. Maybe, or maybe. Because this is also the scene, though, where but he sees the players. He does eventually see the players. Yes, but this happened before. I, I, I tend to think he is alive myself. I, yeah. So at this point, though, when all this happens, the brother-in-law is like, who is that? Also, where did these baseball players come from? Yep. And so now, now can he can see. see everything. And now he's decided, oh, this actually is a good business opportunity. You, you can can't keep sell the farm. farm. <laughs> if you actually monetize it, yeah. you can't sell this farm. Um, so at the end of the day, at the end of the game, the players all start heading for the corn stalks in the outfield. Uh, Shoeless Joe's about to, and he turns around and he says to Terrence Mann, hey, do you want to come with us? And he gets very excited, like, I want to check this out. And then Ray, like a child, is like, but I want to go. And she was just like, mm, you no, can't. I don't think you want to. <laughs> you're, you're not invited. You don't think you want to be dead. And he's like, I want to go. And Terrence is like, you have to stay here and raise your kid. Yeah. And he's like, all right. He does you're say, going, he says, you need, you need to take care of this family. Yeah. He mm-hmm. does say that. He does. And then Ray says to him, like, all right, wherever you're going, I want a full report as to what's going on. He's like, okay. And so James Earl Jones walks to the cornfield with Shoeless Joe, and he also just disappears. Yeah. And I think well, we watch him die there. I think that's the he, end of him. He, get, he, gets he gets to the cornfield, and he – well, first he says he's going to write again, which he yeah. said he would never do. Yeah, he's going to write so about he, this. I'm going to write again. I'm going to write about this. And it's like, okay, there's no way he's going to be alive, but okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think. And then he looks – I like the part where he looks into the cornfield, and he looks like peace in, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. He, like, laughs. Because he sees heaven. He sees something. I'm guessing. So he is taking he's dead. body and soul. He's so dead here. He is, he's assumed. He is Jesus Christ. 
Or the Virgin Mary. Or the Virgin Mary. Oh, yeah. is that what it is? <laughs> um, okay. Also, we didn't say this, but several times throughout the movie, people say, is this heaven? Mm-hmm. He says, Iowa. this is Iowa. It's Iowa. It's Iowa. So, at this point, do we agree that James Earl Jones is dead? He definitely dies. For sure, dies. right here. Okay. For sure, right here. He, he definitely dies. Shoeless Joe's about to walk in himself, and then he says, like, hey, Ray, if you build it, he will come. And they, there's a just a single catcher standing, like, by home plate. Mm-hmm. And then he disappears. Well, he says, he also says, ease his pain was about you. Yeah. Ray, not about anybody else. It's about you. Uh, ease your pain, basically. Uh, so he goes over, and he very quickly, Ray, or... Ray recognizes it's his father, John, who played minor league baseball, as we knew from earlier in the, the movie. Um, his wife is like, hey, maybe you should go like talk to him. They introdu- He introduces himself yep. to everybody. And he introduces them. This is my wife, and this is your gr- he, my daughter, Karen. He never mm-hmm. met, he, he never met um, his wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so she's excited to meet him as well. Um. He just so he just he doesn't at this point say this is your granddaughter. He introduces him as this is John, mm-hmm. and at this point it seems like his dad doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. And then so they like have a little chat about baseball, and his father's about to head off into the outfield, like to disappear with everybody else. And Ray says, "Hey, Dad, do you want to have a catch?" Mm. And that's when he's like, "Yeah, I'd like that." And now he knows clearly, like this is yeah. my son. So again, what and when do these players seem to know things? I don't know, but man, it gets you in the feels. I gotta tell you what, I had more feels when Moonlight was walking off getting daps from the players than I did for Father yeah, and Son. A bunch of bunch well, of feels. He was walking through, and all the adults, all the old men, were going like, "You did a good job, yeah. thanks, uh, Doc." Yeah, that's when I had more feels. Yeah. Okay. And so they're playing catch, and as they do, we pan out, and we see a long line of cars approaching the baseball field. And it's just people coming to watch the game the it, way that... Immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though the game's over, they just want yeah. to come back tomorrow. It's like, yeah, you're, you're not going to be able to see anything. Uh, and they're going to be able to see ghosts, apparently? Apparently, yeah. Very bizarre. So it's a weird ending. I don't know. I liked it. It wasn't... Great. It didn't Love hit it. as high a note as I thought it was going to, but it was Love still it. a very good movie. All right. It's time for Stats and Goofs. First off, I'm going to start with a stat. There are two very famous extras in this movie. Oh, I read this. Did you see this? Yeah. 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 You Matt both saw Damon and, and Matt Fenway Damon and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Affleck. Yes. We're both in the Fenway Park scene. Because of fucking course they were. And uh, <laughs> I looked it up to see if that was correct, and it was. Uh, Matt Damon was 17, and Ben Affleck was 16. Affleck apparently... Um, really, it really did happen. Uh, was working on another movie with one of the people who worked on this. Mm. He's like, "Oh, it's good to work with you again." And the guy's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> He's like, "Oh, well, I was an extra in Field of Dreams in the Boston Red Sox game." That's Fucking exactly how he flat. sounds. Yeah, it's pretty That's good. Exactly it. Uh, the goof part of it, uh, you'll like this one, Bill. In the opening montage, when they show Ray graduate uh, high school in the 1960s, or graduate college, I'm sorry, in the 1960s, he's wearing a shirt that has spam on it, mm-hmm. which was not introduced until 1987. Yep. There's a lot of weird... Spam. The uh, license plates are off. Yeah. Uh, There's like, a, lot of, a lot of weird, like, the one that, his, his timeline of his life yeah. doesn't make yeah. sense at all. Yeah, the one right. that I liked was that Shoeless Joe was left-handed yeah. and Ray Liotta's right. Yeah. And then mm. what I like about it, though, is people have called Ray Liotta out, like, <laughs> hey, you were batting the wrong way. And his response was like, yeah, baseball players also didn't actually come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, the other one was that... Um, Shoeless bats l- batted left but threw right, and Ray Liotta's the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah, he bats right and throws left, which I don't understand how you can do that. Here's one for you, Bill. I think you said this. When Ray first hears the voice, he's in shoulder-length corn with a hoe. No one would ever be walking around in shoulder-length corn with a hoe. <laughs> uh, if weeding were performed at all, it would be done when the corn was knee-high or waist-high. I also saw one thing that said the actual corn from the movie, mm-hmm. like 
there was a drought in Iowa, so they were like overwatering it, so it would be nice for the movie. Okay. And apparently, they like <laughs> shot it for all the players and stuff. And then by the time the Kevin Costner got there, or whatever, it was like over his head. Mm. So they had to like build a platform to walk into. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. Okay. Time for Quote Mountain. I think a lot in of this quotes. I think it has to be if you build it, he will come. I guess, I suppose. That is the quote from this movie. It is the quote from this movie, but I like uh Peace Love Dope better. That is a good one. Yep. Peace Love Dope? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. I Get think. the hell out of here, was it? Um so where are we going with? Was uh if you build it, he will come? I think it has to be for this movie. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> this is one that I forgot about. When he wants to go into the corn and they won't let him. <laughs> says, this is my corn. You people are guests in my corn. <laughs> <laughs> Most valuable player of the movie? Terrence Mann. The wife? The voice? The voice. Oh, man. Ooh. Uh, how about old, old, like Moonlight? old man uh, Moonlight. Old man Moonlight. I like. Oh. Or Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Pretty good. Mm. Except he played Shoeless Joe as a New Jerseyan instead, instead of, of Southern? a Southern South Carolinian. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> it's me from South Carolina. Who do we want to go with? Uh, I uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Doc. Okay, I like Doc's we'll storyline. Right, Doc. Doc, what the hell was his last name? Moonlight Graham. Graham. Doc Graham. Archie, Doctor Archie Moonlight Graham. He had the best stuff. Just crazy that he didn't want to do this movie because it's great. Yeah. This part is great. I don't know if it was someone who's read it or they're like it's a baseball movie, but some like one of his mm-hmm. friends said to be like, please do this movie. You should <laughs> do this. Okay, final verdict score. Uh, Seven. I'm saying. 8.2. Mm. You really didn't like this. I No, not really. Wow. <laughs> what do you say? I, I I didn't like like you said with the the father son catch at the end. I know everybody's like, "Oh, it's the best." It's like, "No." Yeah. Like the, the, there's I not know, that I much emotion it. there. I enjoyed it. It felt like all over the place. Didn't really make sense why he had to go to Yeah. So um, what would you say? It's better than so you have better, better than that. It's better than that. It's we're just shooting from the hip. You got scores. Yeah. I'm gonna say six point seven. Wow. Because six point eight is a little giants. It's way better than that. It's, it's not way better, but <laughs> it's, it's better. Way, than way better. What did we say? Sandlot was. It's worse than that. Eight and a half with Sandlot. Mighty Ducks was seven point two. Okay, eight and a half. Oh, Sandlot. Eight point. This might be better than Mighty Ducks. Eight point two. It makes sense for me. Well, do we have to go with in between then? If you say it's a low or a medium six, and you said a low eight, what's the median score then? If you low, if and I you, say seven, go with the math. What I think seven point eight point two. What are you saying? You're saying eight point two. What's the median between eight point two, whatever you said, seven point whatever? Eight point two. I said seven point zero. And what did you say, Wally? Six point eight. Yeah. Median score is. You can't do this in your head. Not anymore. I used to be able to, but drugs and alcohol have ruined my life. <laughs> or, or not? Or not? Bill, what was the one you said? Uh, I've got seven point three, 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 three. Seven point three. Seven point three. Okay. Fine. Okay. It's better than. So that slots in behind Mighty Ducks. That no, mm-hmm. that's it's second place. It is behind Sandlot only. In my own personal rankings, that's about right. Yeah, I have it. I had it slightly under Sandlot, I guess, but. Okay, it's time to spin the wheel. Are we ready it's to spin the turn. wheel? Are you spinning the wheel? It's my turn. Deal? you got to spin a wheel for me, yep. and i got to figure out what uh, the hell I'm watching. i got to remember where it is. got to figure out what I'm, what the hell I'm even watching at this point. Baseball. We've we got. only do baseball. If it's baseball again, I'm, you know what we're watching. If it's baseball <laughs> again. And then in a year from now, watch it again. Yep. And then we'll just watch it every year until we're done doing this. It is football. we got a football <sighs> movie. All right, give me a second. Foosball. When last I was looking at stuff, I had two footballs. One that I wanted to watch because I was curious, and one that I want to watch because I like it. I currently have... Oh, shoot, I got to update it. I have not I gotta made get a, a new, list. I probably I should get, write them yeah, down. I got to get a oh. new basketball movie. But. You want to cry? Do you want a man? 
You want to cry watching a football movie? <laughs> I'm not going to make you do it. Uh, let's Varsity see. Blues? Is no, I can't with? do that. That's a Bill movie. Billy Bob cried. Billy Bob cries. What's <laughs> <sighs> my favorite football movie? Mm. You know what? The Adam Sandler one that you we were watching. You know what? We've been talking about this for a while. Been talking about radio. Okay, we got that's available. We've been talking about this for a while. Radio. No, this goes. This dates way back. Okay. We're gonna do the replacements. Hey. We've been talking about the replacements for a long time. No, we didn't. Okay. Replacements is on HBO Max. If you want to watch Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves vehicle. Gene Hackman. Mm Mm-hmm. Who else is in this? Make Seven Up. Yours guy. Orlando Jones, that's his name. Uh, John Favreau. Oh yeah, John Favreau. He this? sure yep. is. Yeah, John Favreau's in this movie. Uh, As what? Guess the what? Linebacker. Art Lafleur is yes. in this movie. I remember Ooh. him more than I. He's the the other coach. Like he's a the assistant coach. Art Lafleur is uh, Babe Ruth slash first baseman oh, of, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Black Sox um, now in this movie as well. One what? of one of my He's fantasy football team names is Shane Falco is my backup because I don't have a backup quarterback in that league. So. Nice. John Madden's in this movie. Just like the real that. Dallas Cowboys, no oh. second string quarterback. David Denman. Why, Why do I know him? Like oh, that. David Denman from The Office. Why does Jerry Jones still GM the team? <laughs> David who? David Denman. Who was, I believe, in the office as Pam's Roy. Oh, Roy, Roy. yeah. He's the deaf tight end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Roy's in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Replacements is the movie we're going to watch. I'm excited to watch it. I look like a jerked off elephant. (laughs) That's quote Mountain. That's quote Mountain for me. I remember enjoying it. It is a good movie. I don't think it's that good, but it's good. It's enjoyable. What team does he play for? Does he play for Dallas? No. Uh, Washington. The Washington Washington Commanders? football team? The Washington. Unprofessional I football don't think team. They, I don't think they used that that racist I'm, name in the movie. I'm sure they didn't uh, use no, any real names didn't. in this movie. They sure did not. Okay. They, no, they just go by uh, city name. Yeah. That's what they did. Yeah. They played Alice in the final or something, yeah. right? Is the cheerleader, is she a famous person? She, like, I feel like she is, and I always like... You say that now that I got rid of it um, after I closed the window. That's why I waited. Thanks for waiting. Hold on. I feel like she's in a lot of '90s movies. Brooke Langton? Never heard of her. No, that can't be. I don't know the name at all. Yeah, that's her. Annabelle Lang. Annabelle is her name. That doesn't look like her though. Annabelle Farrell. She. Friday Night Ferris. No, it's not her. The the show. She's in Swingers. Swingers. That's a good movie. Uh, I don't believe I've ever seen it. Oh wait, is that the one with? Where they like eat at the diner and talk about chicks. Where they play Super Nintendo hockey games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen parts of it. What else is she in? She's in Bench Warmers. Oh, that's a that's a sports movie. That is a sports. There's movie. at least one funny line from it that I remember when I watched part of it on TBS. She was apparently in Melrose Place for a lot. A lot. I could see her being in Melrose Place. Baywatch. We're Sliders. we're digging too far into this. This doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't Party matter. of Five. Nope. Only one episode. Never. She was in all of those. Yeah. Everyone. 90210, Party 5, Baywatch. Okay. All right. Replacements. We're finally doing it. It's been multiple years since we've tried to find a. There's a, somebody in there as a wrestler or something, right? I think Probably. we figured think so. one of the big linemen had to be, be. connected yeah. somehow. All right. We don't need that rule anymore. So we're doing the replacements finally next time. All right. That's it. We're done. If you build it, Bill will come to your house and take you to a uh, family park game. I mean, I. Don't have anyone really that would just drive to Boston and see a baseball game with me. So that's not if it wasn't untrue. baseball, but the it's like Fenway is the most important it's awesome, thing. Man. Yeah, it's the greenest grass you'll ever see. I feel like I should. The Fenway, Fenway Frank Fenway though once. is just a regular dog. I went. You'll think like I should get that because it's Fenway. No, it's just a hot dog. I mean, you still get it. But yeah, yeah. took a couple pisses in Fenway. I've never I been. We went to the House of Blues and just went to the Fenway Bar oh, a couple yeah. times. Fenway Bar is cool. I've seen uh, hockey games in Fenway. Two games. In a rainstorm. That was weird. I saw Ooh. two games back to back. In baseball. I remember Fenway. walking out of a game when I was a kid. I think it was the first time I was ever there. My aunt took me, but they were like leaving the seventh inning people. Oh, and gosh. so I think as I was walking out, I'm 90% sure it was Jose Canseco hitting a home run over the Green Monster. <laughs> wow. That yeah. is the most 90 sentence you could utter. <laughs> yeah. 
into the netting that was still there, Tim. Oh, yeah. When it was not seats on the monster, yeah. it was just a net. No, you can't even get a seat up there for like the next 10 years. Okay, that's it. Peace out. We're, we're out of here. See you.